Concerns about a bill in Olympia dealing with farm workers, guest workers, the H2A program. If you've listened to this show at all, you know we've talked about it a lot. And it's been a lightning rod for controversy. Was down in, in Olympia earlier this week. Dylan Honkoop with you, by the way. This is the Farming Show on KGMI News Talk 790. I was down in Olympia earlier this week, Thursday, and uh, I was there for a, a hearing on this bill. Ran into a really interesting fellow down there who was there to testify against this bill um, and had some really interesting things to say, an incredible story. So I wanted to, to have him join us here on, on the program. Um, and not just to talk about this bill. I mean, it's just kind of a starting point for us to talk about what's going on with labor in this state, labor and farming. And what are the real issues? And what do we need to do? The organization I work for now, Save Family Farming, we do a variety of different things. But the core of it is preserving a future for family farming in Washington State. So what does it take to do that? And we know one of the big threats right now is not having enough people to do the work. There aren't enough people to do the work. Farming doesn't have a future in Washington State. So what do we do about that? Well, one of the things that some people have been doing, particularly in eastern Washington, particularly in those most labor-intensive crops, has been bringing in guest workers from other countries to help do the job seasonally. Farm work, seasonal. This is, this is what we're up against. And that's why we have things like the guest worker program. As it was pointed out to me from Rosella Mosby yet again, who we've had here recently on the show a few times. She's with the Farm Bureau. She's a, a veggie grower down in the Auburn area. She says the H2A program is a dinosaur. She's right. She, she pointed out in testimony again this week down when I was in Olympia there that it, it existed. It was put together before mobile phones, before... Facebook before, <laughs> oh, it, it, it's older than, than we think. And so it does need some things dealt with. But what are those and what's really going on? At the same time, we know that activists are involved in this. They've politicized the issue. They've tried to make this about really huge um, efforts that they have against capitalism even. What's what's going on with this issue? So I thought it'd be great to talk with this gentleman that, that uh, I, I met down there. First, I do want to thank before we jump headfirst into this. Uh, I do want to thank our sponsors, McAvoy Oil Company, Farmers Equipment Company, and Laurel Farm and Western Supply, uh, faithful supporters of The Farming Show here on KGMI. Again, I am Dylan Honkoop, and I'm uh, welcoming to the show right now, Eri Chapula. You're in the cherry business, but your background and, and your safety director, you do HR stuff, you do all kinds of stuff around the farm, but your background is as a farm worker. Your dad was a farm worker, and I want to get more into your story here in just a moment. But first, sure. you know, you were in Olympia on Thursday to talk about this bill, this bill that would add more regulations and, and basically a new state office to oversee the H-2A guest worker program, uh, new fees uh, on farms that farms would have to pay um, if they're using guest workers in the H-2A program. Why are you opposing this bill? What's the, what's the problem that, that's going on that's causing you to, to go to Olympia, like I saw you on Thursday, and, and speak out on this? Sure, sure. Uh, well, 
it is it is complicated. I do understand, you know, the passion behind it from some of the uh, 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 people who put this bill together, and uh, definitely, you know, um, uh, I understand the passion for those who who work and that uh, generally possibly think that they're doing the right thing. Um, I, I I don't believe that helps anything. I I don't believe passing this bill will uh, actually help their their cause. I really don't think their 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 cause is you know let's have more um, let's have more regulatory oversight uh, for farmers. And um, I don't think I don't think we understand farmers. Uh, I used to visit uh, farmers um, for the last I don't know six seven years. Uh, of my career, and uh, uh, it is difficult to see what a farmer actually does from the outside. Uh, you can only get to see probably um, uh, uh, what comes out in the news, what comes out in the media. But the real farmer, that what the real farmer does, and what he does for families, what he does for uh, actually what he does for the community, for all of us here in the state of Washington. Let's just let's just think. Uh, 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 Generally speaking, right, farmers, what they do is provide the food for our families. I think that this, uh, uh, this group of people who, who are putting this uh, bill together, I don't think they can see that. I think they are focused on the negative and, uh, and the 1% or the, the few occasions in which something negative happened in, in agriculture. And they run with it and because of media, because of everything that... Uh, um, uh, there is out there now that, that, that you can target. Uh, how can I how can I put this better? I think that I think that no one can see the farmer anymore uh, out there in the in Capitol Hill, uh, out there in the in the uh, community. I don't think they can see the farmer. Uh, they can see the responsibilities the farm has. For example, we're talking about the shortage of labor, right? You just mentioned it a little bit ago. We don't have we have a lot of people in our areas. But we don't have enough people um, that are willing to go and do these jobs for the farmer anymore. And the ones that want to go and do these these jobs, they end up leaving within days or within hours because the job is pretty is pretty uh, um, exhausting. It is a, a tiring job. So I, I can understand not a lot of people here in the state of Washington wants these jobs anymore. Mm-hmm. So then the farmer has to has to uh, the farmer has to survive, and I, I honestly, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm the son of a of someone who farm, who worked his entire life, and uh, I can appreciate that because of farmers who gave my dad, my mom a job. You know, I got an opportunity that it was a little bit different than theirs, and uh, I'm, I'm sure that the fact that I'm here speaking to you, it kind of proves my point there. Going back to the bill, you know, I think that I don't understand much about politics, so I want to put that clear. Um, but it is clear to me, knowing politics or not, it is clear to me that there is a passion behind it. But I clearly can see that there is a miscommunication. I can I can clear, clearly see that there is that, that the information that is out there it's inaccurate. Not only inaccurate, I, I think there's a lot more information that uh, these agencies or these uh, people are not getting. Well, wh- one of the things, one of the things right off the bat that I'm hearing you say, and, and we're talking with Eddie Chapula. So one of the things that I'm hearing you say is that 
there aren't enough workers. There aren't enough people here in Washington right now to get all the work done. But that's not what we're hearing some of these activists say. They're saying there is no worker shortage. How can they be saying that? Well, because like everything, I think, like I, like I said, I'm not an expert, but I, but I am in the field every single day. And boy, I, if, if, that is, if that is true, right, let, let's put that to the test. So at the hearing uh, in Olympia yesterday, there's a farmer who said, look, during my entire season last year, uh, I don't know if he said last year or this season, but I'm, I'm presuming last season because our season are just barely starting. Um, so I only got four referrals from the ESD office. And uh, that's our workforce state agency, right? Who is supposed to be encouraging all the available workforce uh, to come work for us, to come work for agriculture? Um, out of those four, during uh, the entire season, so how can they claim that there is no shortage when the same agency that they're trying to support with this bill and giving them more money to do more oversight, really to enforce and, and go uh, and see what they can find in the farm, uh, uh, that we're supposedly allegedly doing wrong, uh, but but yet. So you're saying they only referred four people from you know domestic workers uh, who could work when I'm sure there are hundreds of jobs, and you're saying they only referred four people who could actually work. I, I, what are these activists? What would they say? Would they say, well, <laughs> maybe you know people don't trust uh, ESD, so you know there are a lot of workers well, out sure. there, but they aren't going to ESD. Or well, what's the reason that they have to to continue to claim that there's there is no worker shortage? Because I, I think it's it's so clear to from what you're saying and what other people are saying that there is one. On top of that, that we don't get enough people. Uh, I don't think we get the quality of employee that we need for the farm, for the jobs. These jobs are not your average, let's go work per the hour job and, and, and uh, let's see what happens. I mean, these are <laughs> yeah. jobs that require, uh, honestly, myself, myself, and this is honest, the most honest uh, 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 truth about myself. If I go out there right now and start working, let's say I start pruning with one of the workers that we have who right now can be making 16, 17, up to 20 bucks an hour, and I start working side to side with them, there's no way I can compare. I'll probably be operating at a 25, 30%. I mean, I can be, <laughs> and that's because, not, not because I, I'm not a hard worker, I am a hard worker, but that's because these workers have had years of experience doing the same thing over and over and over. So that's what we're talking about, that it's not just, we, we, farming does not just need bodies there. Farming needs skilled Workforce, workforce that can be trained. Yeah, someone can be trained in weeks, in a week, uh, but then they will get, they will need in order to to make it a, a work for them and make good money. They need to get that experience, and that experience only only comes when you have done this job for a couple of seasons or even one season. Some people so, can be very very good. Mm -hmm. Well, to, to to play devil's advocate. Someone would say then, well, why don't farmers pay these people more? If they need people with good skills who are very experienced, why aren't they paying them more? Why, why, okay, why, why so is this a problem? You know, if you pay people more, the, the, the people will come, right? We always, we, always, we always say that, right? So actually, at one point, I was talking to a farmer, and, and, and you know, I was trying to, uh, 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 we were talking about, uh, you know, should I, should I, be, he was considering getting into the H2A program. 
and he was saying, well, I'm reviewing my posing, uh, you know, my pros and cons. And uh, uh, he was considering, well, once he figured out that it was going to cost him like $21 an hour or something like that for his particular specific operation to bring the H2A program, he says, man, I know, I don't think I can do this program. I think I can just pay my all my people uh, uh, $16 and I'll tell them to give, give me good workers. And so he did. And it worked out good for him uh, until the real season came, came uh, uh, and, 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 you know, the, the season, the three-month, where everybody's, you know, has tons of work, beacon is going on, every, all kinds of jobs are happening in, the East, in Eastern Washington. And so then he lost all of his workforce. Mm. So he paid more money. He lost a lot of his workers because they were paying more or making more money somewhere else because this is an older operation, older trees, less quality fruit, less tree, less fruit in the trees. You go to the neighbor, you can get paid the same amount of dollars better than Ben. But then you got more fruit, you got more trees, you got yep. more density. So if you're a worker, you're going to go where you make more money. So it's not about paying uh, more money uh, 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 per se. I don't, that's, I mean, if. It's about the potential if, for, for dollars per hour for these guys when they're, when they're at peak performance. Absolutely. Well, think about the, these, these, these workers. They have to make uh, enough money to make it through the season, through the year. And the, the peak of the season is only three to four months, right? And so, and then uh, that's when they can make really good money, really, really good money. So I don't blame them for doing, for doing that, from jumping from farm to farm, trying to, trying to find uh, the, the most dollars. I can understand that. But speaking a little bit more general, why can farmers pay during the non-picking season more, do, uh, more dollars? Uh, well, there's a problem with that. The problem is not is that farmers can't just raise their their product. They you know if they spend more money, they need that quality worker. That is key. That is important. They need that quality worker. So if if the farmers, if the whole farmer industry would say, you know what, we're gonna pay twenty dollars an hour today. Oh my goodness, you will advertise it in the ESD office and you're going to have so much people attending to these jobs. But most of these people will quit. Number mm. one, because the job in itself, it's not worth it for, for, for a lot of them. They want jobs that pays a lot of money, but they don't, they don't, they don't want to, uh, uh, they, they, and I, don't get me wrong. I, I respect them. They're trying to go for jobs that they can, they can be earning 30, 35 or more and have a long-term career that, that, that they can make that much money through the entire year in agriculture you can't do that you cannot do that it's only seasonal and so there's another problem uh with uh paying more uh which is it will well it will attract the wrong quality employee that means that the, the farmer is gonna have a uh, less of quality of a job he's gonna have less fruit on the trees uh he's gonna pay more for for farming and he may or may not make money that year so what you're Why? saying is there is there is a worker shortage, and farmers can pay more, but or, or in theory, you know, could try to pay more. It won't necessarily solve their problem though, because of the kind because of the nature of the worker shortage. And in the long run, they can't necessarily afford to do it because it may put them out of business. And what happens to those jobs then? Absolutely, thank you. That's that's a that's a better way to summarize it. it it's not, it's not, it's, it's an acre, it's, it's per acre. How much 
uh, you know, does an acre cost to, uh, uh, to farm and how much can I uh, uh, produce in, each, in that acre? And am I going to be able to make a profit after I'm done with it? So what's so, going on in the community with the, and we just have a moment or two left, talking with Eddie Chapula, um, he's in the cherry business over in eastern Washington, been a farm worker, his dad was a farm worker, he knows this community, he knows what's going on. What's the issue with these activists and what they are saying then? Because they're saying there is no worker shortage. They're saying that people are being mistreated, that farmers are using the H-2A program just to get more rich basically is is the argument what's really happening here well i think uh, i i can you know i i can speak for them or i can but i can i, I can i can see that they don't have all the information i think that they based their stories on on, on some events that could have happened uh that had happened actually but that that it only summarizes a little bit of what it actually happens in agriculture uh, I think that, that their passion, it's so strong that they are, I believe that they're really thinking that they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. That's my personal opinion. Um, and I met a, a few, a few uh, people recently, and I can see their passion. I mean, they, would, they, they believe in this stuff. But there's also uh, a number of uh, 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 those people who are in these groups who, by the way, I respect their passion, but I don't think they have all the information. And there is a few that I have no doubt that inflate every situation. And, and that mm. becomes more political because uh, I think they know that if they inflate this, they know the community. They know that we live in a community that cares about people. Uh, and I, I, I love my community. They, you know, I, I love living here. Uh, my kids live here. So I can see how they are trying to make it so bad so that the community can feel bad and guilty about it Hmm. that's that's my that's my personal opinion now what i know as a fact is that if it had happens they generalize agriculture and that i know for a fact that it's not true because i am in agriculture i am at work every day i respect people my boss respects respects uh uh, people he knows how valuable these workers are to him and uh, uh they are my people if you will if you will and so I know that when they generalize, this is what happens in agriculture and this is what uh, they do to enrich themselves. That's 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 wrong. I really don't know how I could say things like that and, and go to bed at night. Yeah. I mean, I am thankful to farmers because of the jobs they provide and mm. not only the jobs they provide, but um, my family for that. I mean, come on. It's just like. Really, you really want to help the employee. Let's not just let, let, let's not target employers because even 20 years ago, even 20 years ago, okay, so 20 years ago, all the way till now, the farmer farming has been the reason a lot of families have become better. I mean, my daughter, my son, are going to have an opportunity to go to college, to have a career if they choose to. Why is that? Well, because my dad work in, fa- in farming, in agriculture, as a worker. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. Let's not just, let, let's, I, I think they're trying to solve the, whatever issues they, they, they have and they can see, I think they're trying to solve it the wrong, wrong way. Mm. Enforcing, charging more, that's not a change anything that they think that they're, they're fixing. Eddie Chapula, uh, he's a safety director and 
cherry operation over in eastern Washington. Thank you for your time. We are out of time today, but thanks for sharing. We could talk so much more about this, and I I do um, want to hear more eventually about your story and and some of the jobs that you've worked. I think you have so much to share, and you have so much passion, obviously, for this issue. Um, But I I really appreciate you opening up and, and, and talking about this with us here on the program today. Hey, thank you, Dylan.